0: This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. Another day, and another UAW executive was arrested and charged with embezzlement. This time it involves Vance Pearson, who worked directly with UAW President Gary Jones. The Justice Department accuses Pearson of conspiring with other top UAW officials to steal hundreds of thousands of dollars to live an extravagant lifestyle. So far, UAW President Gary Jones has not been charged with anything, but federal agents recently raided his house, reportedly finding $30,000 in cash and other items that may have been bought with union funds. Tomorrow night, the union's labor contract with General Motors expires, and we think all of this makes a strike more likely. The rank-and-file are angry with their leadership, and one way to demonstrate their anger is to reject whatever contract their leadership negotiates. You know, electric cars may be the future, but sales are highly dependent on government subsidies to consumers. Tesla sales in the US fell dramatically when government sales subsidies were cut in half, even though the company cut prices to try and offset that. Sales of electric cars in Denmark absolutely collapsed, when the government eliminated sales subsidies in 2016. And sales of EVs are down sharply in China after the government cut back on subsidies this year. Merrill Lynch reports that sales of new energy vehicles in China fell 16 percent in August. And Angela Merkel says that Germany wants to entice consumers to buy electrics, which suggests it's going to offer more subsidies. Several years ago, Merkel set a goal for Germany to have half a million EVs on the road by 2020. Last year's sales of EVs and hybrids only came to 55,000 cars. Meanwhile, Ford and GM are racing to beat Tesla to the market with an electric truck. Ford is modifying its F-Series for an electric work truck and a performance version of the F-150 Raptor. And of course, Ford invested half a billion dollars in Rivian, the EV startup, And Reuters reports that GM will get its electric truck to the market in the next couple of years. Opening the door is the first interaction people have with their car. Make it a positive experience. With XL Entry, we'll help you make it smoother, quieter, and safer. We are KeyCurt, the global technology leader in automotive locking systems, with operations in Metro Detroit. Open the door to new access systems. Visit us on newentry.com. Kikert, technology that leads. If you're interested in investing in the automotive industry, where should you put your money? Well, Merrill Lynch published its latest list of upgrades and downgrades of automotive suppliers. It downgraded Adiant, the seat supplier, and Aptive, the high-tech spinoff from Delphi but it upgraded Dana, the company which makes drivetrain components, and Garrett Motion, the turbocharger company, and Shiloh, which specializes in the light weighting of metal components. Sales in the U.S. market are holding their own, but they dropped nearly 13% in Mexico last month, and that is going to be a drag on suppliers in the NAFTA supply chain. Nissan, GM, and VW, which are the biggest sellers in Mexico, all saw double-digit drops. So did Ford and FCA. So far this year, sales in Mexico are down nearly 7%. Ford is working on new ways to better service its customers. It just opened a customer contact center in the Houston, Texas area, which is expected to handle 1 million calls a year. Agents are encouraged not to pass calls off to other departments, but to stick with customers all the way through. But what we find really interesting is that Ford is running a Tesla-like pilot program that sends technicians right to customers' homes, work, or wherever for maintenance and light service work. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Kurt, technology that leads. Cadillac revealed the non-V version of the CT4, As you can see, it has very similar styling to the CT5. Two turbocharged engines are available, a 2-liter that makes 237 horsepower and a 2.7-liter that makes 309 horsepower or 325 in the V. The 2-liter is mated to an 8-speed automatic transmission and the 2.7-liter gets a 10-speed. Rear drive is standard, but all-wheel drive is available on every model. The uncluttered interior design is highlighted by an 8-inch touchscreen that looks like it's been plugged into the dash just above the center air vents. Super Cruise will also be available in the CT4, which can be ordered from dealers later this year. Hey, did you see Autoline After Hours yesterday with Ralph Gilles? It is a fantastic show, and if you're at all interested in automotive design, this is a show you have to see. But one of the things that Ralph touched on is how most new cars come with boring paint jobs. And according to data from coding company Exalta, that's true around the entire globe. It says white was the most popular color for the seventh straight year, with 39% of owners choosing it. While white has roughly 25% of the market in the U.S. and Europe, it's super popular in China, where 60% of cars are sold in the color. Black is second on the list with 16% share and is especially popular in Japan. And then with 11% of customers ticking its box, gray or silver come in third. 30% of customers in India pick silver, but it's more rare in markets like China. You know, it's a bit surprising that customers tend to choose such bland colors since it's their second consideration when purchasing a new car right after picking the model. That wraps up this week's worth of reports. Thanks for watching. We'll be right back here again on Monday.